0: Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Mike and I'm joined as always by my high-flying, limousine-riding, wheeling-dealing, kiss-stealing co-host, Alexander okay. Voltz. Please say hello.
1: Hello. I like to think I'm uh, more of a uh, hard-times, Dusty roads guy. but uh, <laughs> More take, of a blue-collar, I'll man. Flair. <laughs> more
0: blue-collar. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast. We listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That is a new discography, more or less, per episode. And today we are discussing...
1: The White Stripes. Mm. I feel like uh, I've been out of my element a lot. Past couple. Listening a lot of, yeah. Listening to a lot of new bands. So uh, it kind of it felt good. Like a nice cozy blanket. Yeah, yeah. This one.
0: To go back. And this is the opposite for me. Not, well, I mean, I didn't really know the, the past band that we did. But this one, I'm cold for the most part, aside from mm-hmm. radio. Anyway, before we get into that, uh, if you want to suggest an artist for us to talk about, bigger about, agree about but probably not agree about. You can send all your suggestions to every album ever at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I will be posting uh, periodically the next artist that will be recording. So if you want to send opinions, thoughts on albums, fucking whatever, anything regarding that artist, uh, you can send that to the email address, but follow me at Pope Jesse Ventura for all that. And Alex.
1: Uh, Mother puncture.
0: And after the episode, please be sure to check out the White Shards playlist that we put together, all of our uh, favorite songs. And a uh, bit of a spoiler, I'll have about three songs that I added to the playlist.
1: <laughs> oh, this is going to be a a, a spicy. Make-a-ball.
0: Spice. It's going to be a spicy. Ep, all right. It's going to be so spicy, spicy because <laughs> I came in, man, I was already on the train of Jack White's overrated as fuck. And this is all just all my years growing up uh, hearing white stripes on the radio and all that. And he's just praised as this guy. And I didn't give a shit. Didn't give two shits about him. Finally sat down and listened to every single album. I do not stand by my original assessment that he's uh, a hack or overrated. I think he's, uh, I feel similarly uh, about him as I do to Tom Morello, who I also like a lot. So I'll get into more of that. Okay,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll take baby steps.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later. But, uh, man, I am not a fan of this band. I don't hate them as much as I did. I came out of here a okay. little a little okay. different. I'm not a fan. I don't, I'm not going to go back to these albums, but I did come out with uh, some appreciation. Not as much vitriol as I was expecting. But you. That's all I can you, ask for from you. I suppose so. But you, you like them. <laughs> What's your backstory?
1: Yes. Yes, uh, of course. Around two thousand two, the huge wave of garage rock that was coming through, and uh, that's you know your the Hives, the Strokes, the Vines, a lot of
0: the bands. I remember a
1: lot of the The bands, plural. And, And yeah, being a little bit older at the time and after new metal it felt more refreshing it felt more genuine even though the white stripes are very much manufactured but there's nothing wrong with that necessarily but it felt it felt like a breath of fresh air little did we know or the general public is that was kind of like in my opinion the last time mainstream rock and roll was a little bit dirty. Yeah, I was going to use the same word. little. Because after that, it's been clean. Your Mumford and Sons, Ooh. your Imagine Dragons.
0: Get away, get away, get away from me. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> in a lot of ways, the you know this wave of rock and roll was kind of like a uh, a last hurrah, and I'm not I'm not even like a bitter old man about it. Because there are new rock and roll artists I like. It's just in the mainstream. This was kind of Mm -hmm. this was it. I no pun intended.
0: I I think this didn't even need to be. I because they got interesting as they went on this band. But boy, oh boy, they're just a 60s garage rock band and like not even that special. Like 60s garage rock bands did it better in the 60s and in garages. I don't I don't understand.
1: I disagree. I don't know what
0: I want. I need to be enlightened. What the fuck is a? I don't get it. I don't get what's special about this man at all.
1: I think to make the uh, the Jack White praise worse for you. I just think he is so talented and has like a vision and. To me, the White Stripes are very childlike. How so? In terms of simplicity and the way their music is executed. Yeah. Because I can't listen to punk music and then be like, oh, this is simple. Right. I think there's an earnestness. To his voice and his guitar playing, and even Meg White's drumming,
0: if you want to call it that. Where, hi, oh, I'm throwing haymakers today.
1: to, To me, it's this is very much a band where the execution is more important than what is you know the technicality of it.
0: That's what I had to really, really uh, not convince myself of, but really focus on more is that it's all it is all the presentation these are not good songwriters i don't believe they're not technically amazing it's just the way it all presents itself the way it's all kind of comes together at the end the especially the production on most of the albums like if this was produced badly or like a punk album i think they would have been forgotten very quickly like these are well done albums that i just happen to hate the songs in for for most of them not all of them but
1: I don't think they ever went over, like, 16 tracks.
0: Uh, no.
1: I and mean, why would they? Like,
0: I mean, that's a lot. They? You really... But it's like, yeah. they're, they're short, which is also something I appreciate. Um, yeah, it, it's very much a, a... I don't know. I can't... It doesn't feel punk to me. Like, everything about it just seems... It's not... It, it's, it's, it's raw, and it's like, dirty, but it's just so it's so like immaculate with its presentation. Like that's not really punk. Punk is really messy and no, like badly. No, done. I
1: wouldn't call, <laughs> I wouldn't call it punk. But, right. Right. You know, more in like the spirit. That's what you know, I mean. I mean the of spirit of punk.
0: it, like obviously the music isn't, yeah. punk, but I mean the spirit of it, it still feels t- way too manufactured and too mainstream to, to be really raw. And especially with like, as it goes on, you see like the rock starness seeping into their persona with just like the just the photos and stuff, like, oh man, that's they're getting like they're getting big heads about it. I don't know if they actually I don't fucking know who they are as people, but uh it comes across a little pretentious I, toward the end
1: I don't know i I feel like with just what Jack White did with his record label and uh you know being down for supporting music. that Mm
0: -hmm. Not not unlike a Mr. Jeff Mangum from (laughs) Nutri Milk Hotel (laughs) a couple episodes ago. (laughs) Not unlike that that at all, Alex.
1: (laughs) He just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah,
0: I know. But I mean with the record label stuff. But no, I'm kidding. Go on.
1: But uh, yeah, and then he started like a million bands. The dude is obviously real passionate about
0: music. For sure. So backstory of the band.
1: So when Jack was a senior he would go and pursue Meg at a coffee shop she worked at. Mm -hmm. They got married in 96. He took her name.
0: Okay hold on. There's so many things I hate about this guy already. I mean hold on.
1: (laughs) God damn it Okay,
0: Okay first of all okay okay how old was he when he married? Or how old were they? Who I'm assuming they were on the same age. Uh
1: they were probably like 18, 19. Okay. When idiot, they got married.
0: idiot Thing One. Idiot getting married at 18. Idiot Thing One. All yes. right. He took her name. Bitch oh. Idiot Thing Two. Okay. Now they start a band. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just I'm just taking liberties. Go.
1: Yeah. And eventually, you know, uh they they start a band. Uh obviously she's not a drummer. She just kind of did it on a whim, he felt like it was, it was liberating. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the backstory. I Mm -hmm. guess I should say also too, I don't like, like I don't understand all the, I do. And I don't, the, the Meg white hatred to me, it's it's similar. Explain
0: it to me. I don't know. I mean, I don't like her as a musician. That's why I don't like her. But other than that, I don't know.
1: Just cause, yeah, what she's playing is very simple. You do not really need a uh, any sort of education or skill in <laughs> yeah, but yeah. to me, it's just like it's the it's the same thing when people talk shit about like Ringo or is it uh, thinko Phil...
0: Ringo is is actually or, legit as drummer. like I dare you to sure. to like actually you no know, no I mean, like anyone listening. 'Cause it's really fun to pick on Ringo because out of all the Beatles. But he's if you fu- kind of a
1: goofy guy. if
0: you fucking listen to his actual writing, like not writing, but his arrangements, he's a real, real interesting, creative motherfucker. Uh he's mm-hmm. he was also the best in Liverpool at the time. So like, you know. Yeah. You know.
1: Or I guess I'll use is it Phil Rudd in ACDC where Oh,
0: another underrated fucking drummer, dude. Another underrated drummer. No, I'm not I'm not kidding. Dude, I think it no, was No, I
1: believe you. I believe yeah, you.
0: I, I think I think it was uh I think it was Bill Burr who told this story. I don't know where he heard the story. I'm hoping it's true. But he said that they were they were in the studio, they're recording one song, and they did it. I don't know how which take it was, it might have been the first take, and he fucking nailed it. Like the, from beginning to end, no fuck ups, perfect. And they fucked up the recording like it just it didn't it, the recording was lost so everyone was like destroyed mm-hmm. like oh my god it, it's not gonna be that perfect ever again and this guy said let's do it again and then nailed it the second time perfectly once again so that guy's awesome also <laughs> but anyway I keep, yeah i keep trampling Anyways, this my
1: point my point being is i don't think if people think highly of one player in this instance jack white Or any of the other three Beatles, like, they wouldn't keep these other musicians around if they felt like they were some sort of albatross around their neck.
0: Right, right, of course.
1: So, to me, they figured out a way to make her drums sound amazing, I think
0: I think that's a very liberal term you're using there, buddy. I know <laughs> amazing is not a word I would use to describe her drumming. And it, I, get, here's one n- thing I will say. To, no, d- the to way credit.
1: the drums sound, the way yeah. the drums sound, though, you do not need fills right. or anything like that.
0: I will say, like you get, especially as the albums go on, uh, I wasn't even paying attention to the drumming anymore. Like It didn't even bother me. Nothing about it stood out as as bad. Like, as they got really, really good at making them fit, like, never asking her to do anything outside of a wheelhouse, producing it like a motherfucker, making it sound real good. Yeah. Uh, plus all the other instruments and stuff. So, yeah, go ahead.
1: But yeah, they, this were able to record her drums in such a way. It's like you don't need the more uh, more technical stuff. And uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that and we can...
0: Uh- <laughs> let jump into the albums. All right, let us begin. This is 1999, self-titled The White Stripes. Speak of the devil.
1: Yeah, it's like like now when people produce stuff for like Mm hip-hop you have a selection of all these different different noises for snare hits
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: and i feel like that's what they did they said let's get the sound right instead of Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So one thing that immediately strikes me about this song is that little open riff, that that open opening riff. Yeah, it does it like one more time on here, and then that's it. Waste of a fucking great riff. Waste of a great riff. I was so disappointed that they didn't go back to it, and also that nothing like that riff comes back on the rest of the album. That's a pretty much a one-done eastern eastern sounding kind of riff also worst album by a fucking long shot i fucking hate this album
1: personal gone personal favorite here
0: (laughs) i think this album is trash i think i really hate it i really hate this album uh this one go ahead
1: there's a lot of covers on here really i didn't even know that
0: yeah yeah which ones are we talking about
1: uh i did not write them all down because it's a lot of uh
0: yeah, there's 17 tracks on here, so. Yeah. Uh, this one, this album validated all of my hesitation and already negative feelings toward this band. It was like the worst thing to first hear when I'm trying to like change my opinion about these guys uh, because, my God, uh, where do I start? I, there's so much I don't like on here that I, I, it feels, man. What, you know, I'll start. I'll start with the compliments. I'll start with the good things. Uh,
1: okay,
0: I found myself not missing the bass nearly as much as I expected. The production mm-hmm. of this thing is fucking stellar. It's it's what I wish every garage rock album sounded like. Uh, it's like really dirty, really big, really raw. The drums sound fucking like she sounds awful. She sucks bad, but the drums sound awesome. Uh, really big and boomy, but also kind of like a. <clears throat> they just, they sound like they're in the room with you. It's it's great.
1: Yeah. So I will say a lot of this is nostalgia for me because mm. for some reason this was the first album I heard of the not the first song, but you know, the first album because uh fell in love with a girl like blew up and my buddy had or his brother had this album. So it was like this is what was immediately available to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the wake of that. So I would listen to this album a lot.
0: Right. Right. All right. I I could definitely see the nostalgia of being, and it's not like a bad album. Uh, I think it is a bad album in terms of what I like. If you like garage rock or anything sixties, like, I mean, this is, it just sounds like that, except, you know, less instruments. Uh, It's a very stripped down sixties album. Uh, and I can do without that for the most part. And a lot of things just really fucking really bother me. Like Jack White's fucking voice at this point might, <laughs> it's not that he's got a bad voice because later on I grow to really, really like it right here. He's just doing his best Robert Plant impression and it gets, it gets pretty blatant, like on screwdriver. Oh boy oh boy he Mm -hmm. is just doing everything he can to sound exactly like robert plant it's hilarious uh what the fuck else there's another one that that really got me do sounds he looks like he's really really going for that plant uh that's probably like
1: the only like ballady
0: song on the album which one do do i actually like that one i actually do like that song um I have so many fucking songs, song names in my notes. I don't remember what I put as good or bad. There's <laughs> just too many fucking songs on this album. Uh, I think I like Sugar and Never Tastes It So Good as well. Um, it kind of... It, it switches it... Not a lot, but it goes from like, you know, four straight, straightforward garage rock, stripped down, just distorted guitar and drums. And then that song, it's a little... I'm going to put it on right now. It 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 was it comes in at the right time. I feel like this is sugar never tasted so good. Sugar never tasted so good.
2: Sugar never tasted so
0: good. Yeah, I like I like and I like I like where it comes on the album too. Yeah. That has some real fucking uh uh nineties indie rock vibes for me. Uh I did Yeah. That. Yeah. But
1: the uh one two punch I enjoy on the album is uh wasting my time. And then Canon comes on and appropriately this is an ass kicking song because it's called Canon, so it's gotta right. be
0: uh the one thing I noted about Canon was the outro was one of the few parts in the album where I really like, Ooh, I really wish a bass was here. <laughs> like, God damn. That sounds like a couple people practicing in a garage. I mean, I guess that's the point, but, uh, oh, yeah. also Wasting My Time did like that song. It did, didn't mind it at all. Uh, but probably because it reminds me so much of rumble, the song rumble, mm-hmm. uh, which is also a great song, but, uh, I don't know. Like, uh,
1: Broken Bricks broken bricks is
0: awesome i hate it (laughs) dude i i swear to god i literally i literally wrote seriously fuck songs like broken bricks (laughs) i fucking hate it it's like it's so generic man like anybody can write these songs that's why it it just bothered me so much
1: um so one of the covers is one more cup of coffee yeah by mr bob dylan oh i think I think the White Stripes version's better. I'm not like huge on Dylan though, so i but I think yeah. I think they do a good job of making it a little more melodic and haunting than the uh do you have any idea, the Dylan version
0: do you have any idea or w- which album that was released on in the the original?
1: uh I have no idea,
0: okay because I like Dylan I don't love Dylan I like him a lot though mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't know this was a cover. that's how much I don't no Dylan stuff but I did like yeah. it on this album so I'm gonna put on this is one more cup of coffee
1: I guess I gotta give Dylan credit for this this riff because it's a fucking
0: he's got some really good shit uh, I even though I hate folk for the most part I like his folky stuff more than his uh his full yeah, band stuff Man, I hate his fucking voice. Oh my god. He just he just hasn't found his, his thing. He hasn't found his, his voice yet. And that's that's fine. I mean you gotta you gotta work through it. Uh I just really fucking hate it on this album. Uh
1: it does I don't know. It doesn't bother me.
0: I know, obviously it doesn't bother you. It's your personal obviously favorite. Obviously, yeah.
1: personal favorite, but uh yeah, I have other friends who don't like his voice, and I just never I don't know. Also, because I feel like I grew up with like Screamo, Emo, all that shit. Oh, I, can't stand, yeah. I can't stand those vocalists. And so it's like, by comparison, Jack White's voice is.
0: It's refreshing. Is tame. It's for It's refreshing. It's not as annoying. It's just, uh, and it's not, I mean, in this album, it's pretty bad. The, the next few, he still has problems with pitchy, pitchiness and. He's he's trying to do things that he's just not. He doesn't have the 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 hours of of practice to do like a lot of technical stuff. As like the last few albums, he starts sounding real fucking good, and he starts sounding more comfortable, and it sounds like a really unique and strong voice. But here, I, hate I think
1: it. uh, you, it's definitely more noticeable live. If if people go on YouTube and look up like early footage of the White Stripes compared to. His solo stuff or his uh, you know, uh Dead Weather and uh what's the other one? Rack of tours. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you really like really notice his voice in the live setting to
0: change. Wait, how so, for better or for worse?
1: Uh I I don't think either one is bad, mm-hmm. but I guess more technical and um. you know proficient as, mm. as he goes on.
0: Yeah. You could tell he, at some point between albums, hired a vocal coach. You could definitely tell, uh, but at this stage, the
1: dude this loves the dude, this loves music. So
0: yeah, I mean, I would do the same fucking shit. Um, uh, but I mean, there's so many songs on here. They're all very minimal, just guitar and drums and it's produced well, but I, I can't think of anything really interesting. There's like, this is, doesn't need to exist for me. Like, we got, we had the sixties and they all did it better. I feel like, uh, this is just wrong.
1: I, I don't, again, I just think his guitar playing and his voice is unique enough that.
0: Is, he's a decent guitar player, but I didn't find anything notable. Like this isn't stuff that I couldn't just do half-mindedly. Like, you know, and that's, that's another thing that bothered me is because, uh, I'm not a good drummer, but I could, play all these songs better than her and that's like a weird thing like i'm listening It's like man i'm not that good but anyone can do like ah uh, it's frustrating on this album more so than than later albums because like i said you start you stop noticing it because everything else starts getting a little bit more elaborate but this one there's nothing else you could pay attention to uh so i hate it i hate it a lot
1: <laughs> all right all right that's uh that's our first that's, fir- that's that's Mike's two cents for Indeed. the people in the comment section. Not <laughs> Stop referring to us as a singular being.
0: We are a singular being, Alex. We are one. All right. All Things right. I hate you now hate and vice versa. Uh, yeah. Boy. So let us move on. Uh, we have a wonderful start. A wonderful, great start of our friendship in this yep. fucking episode. Jesus Christ. This is uh, 2000. I think it's pronounced uh, distale.
1: Dutch for the style. While we were pulling that up, let's see.
2: Oh yeah, you're pretty good looking for a girl, but show back is. So-
0: this sounds like they needed a bass.
2: And this, still gonna
0: this, this distracted the fuck out of me. This song particularly. 25,
2: 25 now. Yeah, you're pretty good
0: also uh the drums don't sound nearly as good as the first album they're like muffled and they're in the back and the voice is right there in the front
1: yeah they had uh, better, better thuds and exploding symbols yeah.
0: this one actually sounds like it's recorded in the garage like for real is this a cover no okay
1: 100 percent them
0: Okay, let's chat sh- 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 a bit.
1: So, for some reason, this was my most neglected album going in, and I don't know why, because I-, I ended up liking it a lot.
0: Really? I hated this one almost as much as the first one. Of course you did. Yeah, this is, uh, I was still not sold by the band after this album.
1: <laughs> I feel like the first one was just about raw power, and mm-hmm. this one is more, more poppy more songwriting sensibilities going right. on here
0: uh
1: like uh yeah like that first song and like apple blossom they're this they're this sweet sweet nice like right.
0: uh apple blossom i i it was refreshing as fuck it mostly comes across as like a like a uh, like a Beatles B side kind of thing, uh, mm-hmm. and the same with I'm Bound to Pack It Up, which I also liked a lot. It just it just sounds like a, a Zeppelin ripoff, another acoustic Zeppelin. I wrote song.
1: that down too. Yeah, that that yeah, that's would be at home in the acoustic Zeppelin.
0: Exactly, I wrote that as well. Uh, it's not it's not bad at all. It's just super derivative. Uh, but I think this is the album uh, Meg sounds of the worst on, because I mean, literally, she couldn't even come in on time on Little Bird. Like literally missed the the mark, <laughs> like it's it's horrendous, and it's and like I said about the first track, like they're not even produced as 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 you know powerfully as the first album. So it's oh, this is not her most flattering output. <laughs> I don't think.
1: Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Death letter, another great cover
0: song. Wait, who's that by?
1: Uh, some blues person. I just I didn't write them down because there's so many like blues covers. I um, should have.
0: It's very bluesy, and yeah.
1: Um, I think "Truth Doesn't Make a Noise" is one of their best songs.
0: I'm gonna put that on now to refresh my memory.
1: I like the uh, guitar and the piano on this. I think they complement each other well.
0: Oh, this is the super western one. Yep. Yeah. That's actually one of the, the longer songs at uh, a cool 315. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the longest that's a, song.
1: That's a closing credits song over a movie. Right
0: oh, there. yeah, it definitely is. Um, what else did I know about? Oh, yeah, that's what I I don't know how I can forget. Uh, this whole album is the slide guitar album. This is there's so much. Slide yeah, it it's like, OK, buddy, we get it. <laughs> Just every song, almost almost every song is all slidey. It's all slidey. And it just goes overboard with the bluesy stuff. And it's just, it's not bad. It's just not for me. Uh, Uh, Less garagey, more bluesy on this one. It feels like too.
1: Yeah. And then not as much high tempo stuff. Mm -hmm. Really. The only song that's like high energy is let's build a home. Mm Mm-hmm. Which sounds yeah. like it'd be a sweet song, but it, it's, uh, it's it's rockin'. not.
0: Yeah, it's rocking. Uh, what else? Uh, I think, you know, I need to put on uh, A Boy's Best Friend just to refresh my memory because uh, I noted its presentation and mood more so than the actual writing. So this is A Boy's Best Friend.
1: The white stripes are all presentation and mood.
0: <laughs> but like... If I hate the song More so
1: than usual.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Oh yeah. I actually do like this song. Yeah. This is a, a oh this is a lengthy ballad at four minutes twenty-two seconds. Ooh. With like with with a slow, dirgy, bluesy riff like this, you think it's gonna go on for twelve minutes. But
1: I really, I think their longest albums fifty minutes long, so this was yeah a breeze to listen to.
0: Yeah, their their albums get su- surprisingly long, actually. Like I was, mm-hmm. I mean, holy shit! I mean, they all they do have like fucking twenty songs per album. Uh, it's exaggerated. This one only has thirteen, but yeah, this one is is just so fucking bluesy, and I didn't, I liked it more than the first one for sure. Obviously, because I didn't give it worse, but. Uh, I was still, I was still like dreading everything after this. Like, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, I don't like, I don't like the band. I don't like the band. I don't like the band. <laughs> but we'll get into it. I don't, I don't. I, you know, opinions change. I still don't care I for thought this. Too it much.
1: must be uphill because you started on worst and then.
0: <laughs> I thought so too, and I, there was a there's a lot more dips than I was expecting too. But uh, God damn. interesting. I do like. Uh, I mean, it's taken a while, but like. Jack is already, he's already not really copying or planning this one very much. It was mostly that first mm-hmm. one where he was doing that. Um, more, more styles are experimenting with not a lot, mostly bluesy stuff, but, uh, it still feels like they're probably not going to try to recreate the same album over and over again, which is good. Fucking good. Yes. Definitely.
1: Yes. And I don't think they ever did. So,
0: yeah. Um, I don't think the production is as satisfying as, a, is, as the first album, but it's still still solid, still solid. But let us move on to 2000. Man, these are like one a year. I didn't realize how close together all these albums are. This is 2001, White Blood Cells.
1: When you're a two-piece, you better be pumping them out. Seriously. Or guitar
0: riff. It reminds me a lot of another Green Day song, that other famous oh. one.
1: Oh! Yeah, what you Except it's, like, this is uh, much better than that. Chicago.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, if that's some killer trumpets.
2: That's true.
1: Tops
2: and soda bulbs, when our make a sound.
0: So his voice still sucks, but now it's charming. It's not like, it's not annoying. It's not, he's not bad. He's just untrained doing his best. And it it comes across as like, all right, that's kind of cool. It's weird. Yeah, I like the
1: the quiet, loud aspect of this song.
0: Mm. All right. Let's talk a little bit.
1: So, you know, I talked about it earlier. This was uh this is their big album. This is
0: the, you know, the first big one.
1: All the hits ushered in that wave of garage rock. Mm-hmm. Uh it's recorded in about four days because he had most of these songs just sitting around, anyways. And Holy just shit. Crockpotted them together. Mm-hmm. Uh there's no covers on here. This is a uh uh a very um deliberate effort to move away from the blues,
0: oh yeah, and because of that, it was very close to being my personal favorite. It's not, but it was real close. This was my personal favorite for a while. This one I was like, oh, okay, i can I can enjoy something this band does after hating the first two and like I'm, okay, this one, like already just the pacing of it, the diversity of it, uh way more interesting. still don't love the writing, but it, like for for example, hotel Yor- Yorba. Putting that, yeah. putting that as the second track is brilliant. So uh, mm. we, we all just heard that opening track, and then right after that is this,
1: which is actually the first single off the
0: album. Really? Like we've all heard songs like this. We've heard them a million times, but it's just, it's just really satisfying. It's it's yeah, it's fun and it's satisfying to put a fun loving acoustic sing along track, uh, right at the beginning when you're not expecting it. And I, I, super, super very much, super very much. That's a weird sentence. I super very much did appreciate that. Uh,
1: but yeah, that came out and then they started blowing up and their record label, I think was sympathy for the record industry or something like that. Mm hmm. They can they can fucking handle it anymore, and they were uh, signed with V2, which is no longer around. I think it's Warner Music now. Everything is and fuck
0: Warner Music. We've <laughs> we've talked shit about them in the past.
1: Most but. most of these smaller or medium sized record companies have been absorbed into you know one of the big. I don't know how many. There's probably like four or five. There's not really that yeah. many big record labels. Um, and then I think, and then they did fell in love with a girl. And I think that's also probably another bygone era of like having a rad music video could fucking make your oh, career.
0: Well, what was the music video of that one? The mu-
1: music video is them as Legos.
0: Oh, that is pretty cool. Uh, I actually, so, I will say that yeah. that song, uh, cause I didn't remember. I, it was kind of familiar, but I didn't, you know, it didn't, it hit all the you no know, it, it didn't pick me back to 2000 2001 uh that song is the first white stripe style song that i actually did like because all the songs i like in the from the past couple albums were all songs that didn't sound like what they were normally doing uh mm-hmm. but this is like okay that's this is why people like them i, I get it
1: yep this that's the song pretty yeah. much um and yeah, that's uh, that's where our age difference come in, comes into play, where you were probably a tad bit younger, but yeah. I was like in yeah. the thick of it when this drops. So, um, when I was
0: uh, of age, that's a weird way to put it, but when I was old enough to really like process new music, uh, I think the next album was coming out, and I was, uh, let's just say not a fan <laughs> as a child. Uh, but for this one... I don't know. It just uh, it caught me off guard. It didn't love it, but I it was like, "No, this is actually pretty solid." It just it it felt like the natural progression of things. Felt like this was yes, uh, where where the the jump from the for, uh, first album to the second album was only kind of minor. The second to this one is, I think, is pretty huge.
1: Um, expecting is a fun. I like the way it has like the jerky, like start stop feel to it that's mm-hmm. a good song mm-hmm. um oh. little room i th- go ahead little room is like one of the best songs recorded under a minute and it's just like yeah all jack white needs is like a bass drum and he can find uh, an interesting melody
0: that's how i felt about uh aluminum i like that one a lot i
1: love aluminum it's it's, it's, yeah 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 it's towards the end
0: yeah it's it's longer it's two minutes but it's still like a transition song pretty much
1: aluminum and i think i smell a rat are if you're familiar with the previous two albums which people weren't at the time Mm -hmm. um but if for people going in chronological order those two songs are like okay, they are way more capable of this doing blues stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Union Forever. I was, I was really on it. I was like, this is evil and cool. And then that fucking great school rhyme acapella thing in the middle, it almost, ruined, it, oh. it almost ruins the whole song for me. I hate it so much. I, it's so hokey. I, like,
1: I think they explore a lot in that song in a short amount of time. The song,
0: it's, yeah, it's, it's three and a half minutes.
1: It's like uh, a punk band covering the the animals, House of the Rising Sun or something. I'm going to put this... uh,
0: Put on a little bit of that, yeah. This is uh, The Union Forever. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. And then the organs? Awesome. And the fact that they're adding organs, for one, it's not just... They're they are really not limiting it to, to just guitar and drums anymore, which is the smartest fucking thing you do. Two-pieces are whack.
1: I don't know. A Mr. Al, Al Cicerone of, Ohm. of
0: Ohm. Ohm. Also, big business. But the thing is, they don't sound like two-pieces. They, they sound huge. And
1: they've added... They have also added...
0: Exactly. So... This is a great fucking riff. I love this. And then in the middle we get this.
1: There uh, is a man, a Whatever.
2: And for the poor, you may be sure that he'll do all he can. Who is this one?
0: Am I in second grade again? Oh my god. Again.
1: has magnets.
0: But it, it does go back. It goes back to the riff, and the way it goes back to the riff is actually very cool. But uh,
1: again, I feel like there's song. a uh, childlike. Playfulness and innocence to the white stripes. So yeah. when you frame it like that, it makes more. Your it's not your quite as aggravating. of it. Yeah, your hatred of it actually makes it make more sense to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, 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 What? What do you mean?
1: Oh, you pointing out that it like reminds you of elementary school, right? Right. Right. right and right. I'm like, oh, that actually kind of makes a lot of sense. Yeah. For yeah. for this band, even the. We didn't really talk about it, but people were like, "Are they married? Are they brother and sister?" Oh, people I remember that.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah, that was I very mean, much it's a thing. That's
1: like the le- least interesting thing about the band. Yeah, who though? gives a
0: shit, dude? She sucks. Exactly. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh ah. th- I'm, I'm just, I'm just being a dick. If you're uh, listening
1: to this, Meg, I don't. <laughs> this man doesn't speak for for me.
0: Oh boy, I'm sure she's better now. I have no fucking idea. Uh, the only song I actually uh, I don't care much for. I can learn too much, but the only song I actually hate is "I Can't Wait." I I, I couldn't even bear multiple listens of that song. It's like the most bland k r k r o q uh, predictable just rock song. I don't know. Just it just it seemed out of place with how not raw it was compared to the rest
1: i didn't write notes about that so it must be boring must be the um, worst song
0: ever made
1: <laughs> i should have bought this up earlier earlier you were saying you wish there was bass yeah on some of the songs so steve mcdonald of Ooh. red cross and the melvin
0: hell yeah that dude's super underrated
1: recorded a version of this called Red Blood Cells, R-E-D-D, because that's how it's spelled in Red Cross. Um, It was, you know, both parties just agreed to take it down, but it's the internet. You can't take it down. You can find some stuff.
0: He, like, re-recorded the whole album?
1: No, no, no. He just added bass over.
0: Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. some,
1: Some songs, it's... He does like you know crazy Steve McDonald stuff. Some songs it's like okay, you just added bass yeah. to it. But I think uh, the songs I did hear, I was having trouble finding all of them. But it was it was rad.
0: I mean, he's a great uh, bassist, and also like from from my experience, anytime there's if there's been a duo without a bass player, it has been out of necessity, not because it was a stylistic or creative choice that it would sound better without bass. Things typically sound better with bass. Uh, and then even bands think, like, like, like big business where they add it and post, like, you know, they add, they overdub bass in a lot of the songs. And I mean, he plays bass, but like o- overdub is multiple instruments. Uh, it just, you know, it's missing. It's a,
1: I think the, you know, based on the interviews Jack white has done and seeing what he's done with his career that I believe it very much was a, you know, creative thing where he's, he said he felt like it was liberating for whatever reason. So
0: that's not, that I feel like that's more logistic because I've been in situations where I ditched bass players because it was way more liberating to not have one. (laughs) But, uh, but based on the way the albums go, he's still adding it. He's adding it in the songs later on because it objectively, bass mm-hmm. rips. Bass is the shit. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm not trying to badmouth bass. I'm just...
0: Yeah, well, bass doesn't take kindly to what you're saying about it right now. Uh,
1: look, <laughs> you know, you just put over big business and ohm. What do you want I That's
0: true. Yeah, the bass. two. Also, uh, Lightning <laughs> Bolt, another... A duo with a gigantic a bass with a banjo string, which is the craziest fucking thing. (laughs) What a weird band that is. A good band though. Uh, Yeah, this is I like his album a lot. You know, diverse, diverse and consistent from the whole from beginning to end, pretty much. Uh, Jackson can't sing, but he's 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 developing his own style, which I think is very cool.
1: You know, and reviewing these albums start to finish, there's very much a reason this was the album for them
0: yeah so no accolades from us but you know we appreciate it
1: it's, it was tempting it yeah was tempting. same
0: so we are on to another big one because this band has a lot of big ones in case you you didn't know that Uh this is 2003 Elephant off the bat fuck this song like-
1: <laughs> Oh, you're. So, I hate uh, this song.
0: I fucking hate this song.
1: You're so wrong. You're so <laughs> wrong. <laughs>
0: you're so fucking wrong. I remember I mean, distinctly when this came out too. Very clearly. So do I. I was 11, I think. I believe I was 11.
1: Right this is probably like the biggest modern song we've talked about oh, on, the, on the podcast.
0: I would say that's a safe bet. Yeah. There we go. Man, that guitar tone is fucking great.
1: And the way... The way he was able to get people to think, oh, they have bass in their songs now, but yeah, like, it's is just guitar.
0: Octa- it's an octave pedal. Uh, I didn't need to look that up to know that because I use an octave pedal and I know what they do.
1: What it's capable of.
0: Indeed. Also, best album. Uh, best album. Yeah, this is like it just felt like it as soon as I put it on. Like I don't, I hate that song. Like I think it's one of the most overrated fucking songs ever. And I even I have to like admit like no that like it's really well done though. Like it I don't like the that song. Yeah.
1: That song is fucking insane to me because I remember when it dropped and it just felt awesome to me. It felt awesome. Mm-hmm. And fast forward now 2020. It's still huge. It's up there with like Queen's We Will Rock You and Yeah. That Gary Glitter song.
0: <laughs> Let's not talk about like Gary Glitter.
1: People, <laughs> sure. The man's a monster. But in terms of prolific songs people chant at sporting events. Right. It's it's a it's a fucking soccer chant. And I think People probably don't even there's probably a generation of people who don't even know it's a white striped song. They just yeah they just know it's something you can sing along with at sports games. And yeah,
0: yeah. It's become pretty this was synonymous lo- with yeah, American it, culture kind of
1: yeah, this is like not as big as the outcast song Hey, uh, oh, but now that's a song
0: I can get behind
1: cute. Dude, that song real quick. That, for people who didn't live through it, rock stations were playing that fucking song. Country radio stations were playing that song. That song is crazy. That song anyone transcends. Anyone who doesn't have that song at number one is like the greatest song from like 2000 to 2010 is full of shit.
0: I mean, even even just in half mindly, I sometimes just do this for no reason. No reason. Oh yeah. But I know the reason. Also, I know the reason.
1: Also, it's a filthy it's a filthy song. Oh, it's a filthy right. song. Yeah. No one cared.
0: All, right, Anyways, all right, right, all right. All right, all right, all, right. all right. right. Yeah. Uh what that's the fuck right. we're talking about, Outcast now. <laughs> uh okay. Black Math
1: I Go ahead. is over is fucking overlooked because it's right after Seven Nation Army, but that song fucking goes hard.
0: Mm. Uh
1: what else? I think there's no home for you here yeah like a a minute 57 okay when it's just feedback hold and on. vocals
0: because i wrote i not only did i write down a minute 52 i already pulled it up so this is a minute 52 of there's no home for you oh, great Be- because yeah,
1: we both wanted to talk about the same spot
0: dude the vocal breakdown here we go
1: i don't I know if you hate it or love it but i guess we'll find out love it so good Oh, that's great.
2: That's
0: some prog rock shit. Yeah, that's some total prog rock shit. To use this this weird yeah. vocal break. Uh, In yeah.
1: the cold, cold night, you get your uh, first F- Meg finally, singing yeah. alone track.
0: Jack finally letting her sing.
1: Because she, she's done backing stuff before, but
0: this is her singing love that song great song i think uh, it is yeah i was like wow she should have been doing more things like this this is really good it's really really uh understated really mellow kind of
1: it's like pun intended it's Real cool.
0: It's very like, cool. It's, very it's
1: cool. a cool song. It's, it's sexy.
0: It's sexy as fuck. Yeah.
1: You like snap your fingers yeah. to it and wear like a beat, Nick.
0: Yeah. I'd be flipping a nickel out at a, at a, in front of a light post or, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like it could. When I was younger, the middle of this album was kind of a source spot. Mm. But as an adult, I think this is a crazy book end album beginning the beginning and ends of it are insane. Mm -hmm. And it's like the middle is kind of justified. Uh, Um,
0: Are you you by chance referencing ball and biscuit? Because that's seven fucking minutes of bluesy nonsense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a return to blues and it's real long where there was restraint before ball and biscuit has it's, No restraint.
0: One thing I will say about that song is that his guitar has never sounded better. That like that, especially, I mean, the whole album for sure. But that one really struck me. There are some real interesting sounds. He's not technically impressive. He's not doing any crazy, uh, you know, soloing shit, but just tonally, it's real (laughs) good.
1: So the uh if I'm going to skip songs on here it's going to be I want to be the boy and you've got her in your pocket. They're sweet nice songs but the rest of the album is just so high energy for me.
0: I don't mind you got her in your pocket so much. It's a uh, I mean it's a, it's very dad rocky, it's a little too beatlesy, you know, but it's a, it's a legit mm-hmm. acoustic ballad. I don't mind it so much. I appreciate that just for the pacing aspect of it. Uh whereas I feel the complete opposite about ball and biscuit because it's the opposite of good pacing. It's just throwing a giant fucking song, uh, in the middle. But I don't care too much for a hardest button to button. Feels like a sounds like a B side to me, honestly. Uh,
1: oh no, I think that song still that song slaps. It's
0: not bad. Like I think arrangement wise, it's very good. Those fucking riffs, I hate them so much. Like a lot of that of this band is I hate the riffs, but I like how you presented them. I like how you I like how you, you decided to just do this weird breakdown with j- Toms only. And then Tom's and vocals mm-hmm. only. Like that's all very interesting. That's all arrangement stuff. That's all very hard to do. Uh it's just the notes you chose no. I don't like.
1: That was another uh crazy music video for them. It was uh every every bass hit they would
0: move. Oh, forward very cool very cool uh is that fucking dennis prager on the intro to little acorns
1: oh i have no idea no why would it be You're i mean talking about that
0: no he's just a jewish radio guy but his voice he sounds a lot like him uh, and he's and he's saying things that he normally says like weird anecdotes about like philosophy and stuff uh oh which well, is also, yeah i don't
1: yeah. i thought you were talking about someone else
0: no also uh that is like one of their dirtiest songs it's real good. Uh it- I,
1: That's that's one of the songs where I love Meg's uh, drums. I love the thuds on the the toms on there. It's mm. just like boom, just mm. drop the bass right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they literally never even picked one up. So, uh, yep. I. D- I do think the the length of this one hurts it. This was like a fifty minute album. Toward the end, like I feel like it could have ended like four songs earlier, and it would have been just as good or better at least. Um,
1: if I disagree, because Little Acorns gets me back up, and then Hypnotized and Girl, you have no faith in medicine, are just fucking.
0: I like the, the latter. I do not like the former. Hypnotize felt just annoying. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh,
1: it's a, like a minute 50, Mike. Come I
0: know. On. I know. I'm sorry. This is how I feel. It's just how I feel. Uh, but this is like the. You're feeling so wrong. I guess. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, the, the closer. Well, it's true. The We love one another. It's like. Yeah. It's annoying. It's full on country western duet, but it, it's not. It, it works. Like if this was it
1: does work as yeah a closer if it was an, it's very weird to have a British lady do a country western song. So
0: I mean we got Bones UK pretty much doing that. <laughs> That's
1: if oh if I knew what that song was, uh I'll save it. I'll save it. So, I feel like that song was uh lit trying to tell us something ooh. that I disregarded.
0: Interesting, interesting. <laughs> uh this one. Yeah, that that song. Yeah, if this if that song was in any other place on the album, it would hurt the album. It's it's a fine closer. It's very charming, and there's like a lot of you can hear them talking like, after the song ends, kind of thing. It's,
1: like if I if I went to see them live and they closed with that, I'd be like, that was nice. That was nice, exactly. That was exactly. Real nice.
0: But overall, this album, it's their style fully realized. It's all the things that people liked about them, but just produced like it's like gold. It sounds fantastic I, it's not my cup of tea i don't like this type of thing but it is objectively the strongest that they've been uh good experimentation uh it's just i get it i get i get it to a point i don't like it but i get it
1: you're going to argue with the whole stadium of soccer hooligans chanting seven nation army mike
0: <laughs> dude hooligans are are, are, the, I know, are they're the, the worst they're the hidden they're the hidden villain of all of society People don't talk too much about hooligans, but they are, uh, they are no good. They will kill you. We don't
1: have to deal with, we don't have to deal with them in America. That's why
0: I have family in Liverpool. Guess who they see a lot. A lot of hooligans. They ooh, come ooh, a lot yeah.
1: of hooligans,
0: a lot of hooligans, but
1: favorite, favorite movie, brother's Scrimsby. hands down. <laughs>
0: they're going no to see what's that other one with the, ah, never mind. I forgot what it's called. Um, ah, oh, fuck Now It's going to bother me. Uh,
1: Green Green Street. No, Hooligans.
0: no, older, older one. Uh, early nineties. Uh, skinheads. It has a it has a title that rhymes. Romper stomper, something like that. Fuck every. Oh, romper stomper. Is yeah. that what it's called? With
1: uh, yeah. Oh, okay. With, uh, what's what's his face? He's Is it kind of like, chubby now? Uh, he was in Russell Gladiator. Crow. Russell Crow. Yep. Join us on our new podcast where we display 21 questions with uh, movies. (laughs) For
0: no fucking reason. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. Okay. Two years later. This is 2005's Get Behind Me, Satan.
1: You think with a title like that, it'd be their heaviest album? you think... Also, this is a misleading song.
0: Uh yeah, this is this is the ultimate video game trailer song.
1: It's a great song. It's alright. That's not
0: bad. I just can't help but picture Ubisoft games in the background when I'm listening to it.
1: It's been used a lot and, and meets me, you.
0: I mean, it feels almost unfair putting this fucking song as like the introduction because we've all fucking heard it. Like this isn't representative. We all know where it goes, what it sounds like. It's yeah. a very famous song. Uh, okay. I feel like I
1: was worst, uh, worst, w- worst, least favorite.
0: I don't blame you. I don't think this is a good album at all. Uh,
1: F. If I wasn't like a completionist, I probably would have sold this album back in the day when you could
0: oh, really? trade
1: in albums really easily. Sounds, this like it, was, sounds like it hurt you. It I it hurt bad. It hurt <laughs> bad.
0: Did it? Really?
1: Uh, I'm not like I'm not saying oh it's gotta sound a certain way. I'm all for artists changing and stretching their, right. you know, their their muscles, but this isn't it. This is
0: it's not it. No, I agree. Uh, one thing I, I forgot the... to mention last album, uh, that was like the beginning of beginning every album with their biggest hit, which I, I just disagree with that entirely. Just as like a mm-hmm. foundational value. Because uh, every single On... time, and I, with this one and then the next album, they both, I didn't know this is White Stripes. That song was the White Stripes. The same with the opening track in mm-hmm. the next album. I was like, I didn't know that was White Stripes. Uh, it's just blown up so much. I...
1: I feel like this album it makes sense though because the rest of the album is nothing nothing like that. So the following track is The Nurse, and that's probably one of the most jarring what the fuck is going on. I
0: liked it actually. It's Marimbas with noise. It's fucking it's yes. real interesting. Uh
1: for me, I don't know. The Marimbas just don't it's not bad. Nothing on here is bad, but it's not it's not memorable.
0: No, not not at all. It's it's like the same production and uh, instrumentation uh, as the last one. They're still trying to go more toward depth, but it is not as innovative or unexpected. It's very much like, oh, it's just like the last one, but weaker. That's pretty much the, the entirety of it.
1: I don't think it's like... To me, this is their their country album, really, yeah, like little ghost
0: little ghost it's yeah it's
1: fun. It's, uh, it's up there with the the like closing track on elephant, and that's what I was getting to is I feel like that closing track, whether intentional or not, is like, hey, this is what the next album's gonna sound like,
0: oh, uh, I see that you know yeah it's too folksy for me little ghost um also another overall thing about this one is it's more more slick i think it might be like their most slick album just Mm -hmm. yet um and like white moon it really sounds like queen to me like a really watered down queen uh i absolutely fucking hate passive manipulation uh, it's thirty seconds of agony, I believe. Uh,
1: and not the uh, Eric B. agony.
0: Not not the sexual agony of Eric B. in <laughs> Rakim episode forty two. Go check that out. Uh, yeah, um, fuck. I keep seeing songs and like a bunch of things written. I'm trying to like let me go down my succinctly. List, yeah, go remember. ahead.
1: Uh, I think. Instinct Blues is probably one of the stronger songs on here, but it's like we've we've heard that from the white stripes mm. before. It's very much their their comfort zone. Um as ugly as I seem is another uh, very acoustic Jimmy Page
0: like guitar boring, riff. And boring as shit and boring as shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's, it's up there with the other. I forget what other song we said sounded like acoustic Zeppelin. It's oh, it's right. equal to that. I shot, thought it was. I thought me. the other
0: one was better than this one, but hey you no know, go ahead.
1: And then the other song I enjoy is uh, Red Rain, and that's about it.
0: I like the slide in, in Red Rain, not so much the rest of it. Uh, I like the. It's like- one of the few. Good.
1: It's one of the few tracks with like heavy electric guitar
0: too. Yeah, uh, like take take ugh, take, take take, um, pianos, guitars, and fucking kettle drums. That's interesting. The song mm-hmm. is not. It's not awful. I don't think it's bad, but like, it's mostly just like, oh, now that they got kettle drums, that's the most interesting thing I could possibly say about that I song. Was
1: on, I was on the fence about that song. Mm-hmm. Do I like it? Do I? I guess I don't. It's not but.
0: the worst, but it's not mind-blowing. I mean, I don't, nothing about this album is mind-blowing.
1: It's probably one of the stronger songs on the album, but that's not saying much.
0: Yeah. Like, um, I'm Lonely is dangerously similar to Changes from Black Sabbath. Like, <laughs> and it's, it It just, okay, so it starts out and I was like, okay, that that's kind of similar to Changes. It's not a rip-off, but it's like Pretty similar, and then it just goes on to this really fucking average, average as shit piano ballad. And like, man, we have enough of those. We have all of Elton John. I think we're good. Like fucking a uh, what else? What? I you know what? another thing about this album that a lot of ha- lot of happiness. It's real, po- real, real. Like you you mentioned it with like the the folksiness of Little Ghost and how it's similar to the last song from the previous album. I don't know. It's just unusually happy
1: i think because the the themes for this album are are truth so there may be some happiness in Mm -hmm. being truthful
0: i guess i agree also got all
1: all that piss and vinegar out on elephant and it was like what is there yeah what is there to be angry about we're we're huge shouldn't we are huge should not
0: that is a good point, but man, if you look hard enough, you can get mad at something. I, can, I am living proof, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's ultimately my main gripe with this album as well as the band, but more so on this album is like, you you know exactly where everything is going the second it starts. Like there's nothing, nothing's going to, nothing's going to blindside you. Um, previous albums, there was like every once in a while to do a fucking thing that's completely unexpected, but this one, uh, it's just... Strong production, you know, some diversity. It's got the ballads and it's got the folk stuff, but I don't like that stuff. So the fact that it's diverse mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything for me. Uh, yeah, it was. it's weird noting how much weaker this one is when you don't like the band like me because yeah, you know something's off even though I already don't like them. Like, this is still off. Uh, I didn't feel the need to go back to this one more than two times uh, where the other ones I, I went back to multiple times but
1: it's it's been a while since i listened to this album and i was like i'm uh i'm older maybe i'll find something to appreciate about right. this album now i did not
0: <laughs> actually I, I remember this one, when this one came out also did, did was this one like not loved or was it just another hit
1: uh it was still pretty huge i think it got them a few grammy nominations and they were still I think the like it wasn't critically panned it obviously didn't sell as well as Elephant but right. they were still one of the biggest bands in the world I so I don't
0: fucking get it I I'll never understand them being that huge it's like I get liking them I get that I don't but I get it being it the biggest whole, band in the world is fucking ridiculous for what they're doing I it don't get It was the
1: whole thing it was a whole, the garage rock yeah. it was the whole whole wave man cuz now whatever the 2020 version of the white stripes would sound like they would not be on the radio at all. Oh no, no,
0: no. It's, it's very much a time and place kind of thing, which is like, it's, it's interesting because I don't hate them for, for becoming super huge, super huge. It's just like a thing that if they were in any other time period, they wouldn't, it would not happen. Like they, no one would, I don't know. It's like a, it's a weird thing. It's like, what is really good then? And what is just good timing?
1: I think you could say that for a lot of bands., yeah. i th- I think the the state of music in general, especially rock music, is that it's plateaued. Like bands are kind of this, and I'm not against bands blowing up and getting money, but it's like this is what the audience is for the music. It's not going. To get any bigger or huger right. than yeah. you have rare exceptions like Ghost, but
0: But even then they're they're headlining giant festivals and shit, but giant metal festival festivals and stuff. They're not doing you know, they're not I
1: mean, they're they're playing arenas and shit, so
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's a good point. Man, that's funny how the, quickly that happened too. I remember when Ghost was nothing. When they were like oh, yeah. two albums in and nobody fucking knew who they were. And now
1: Yeah, I saw them open open up for a few people, but yeah. Rock music just isn't for whatever reasons, not, not cool right now.
0: No, and it, ha- and it hasn't my, been for a minute.
1: Yeah, it really hasn't been.
0: Well, I guess we're just going to die irrelevant because that's what we like, <laughs> but I don't know. It'll come around again. I mean, just the way things happen. Like,
1: May- Yeah. Maybe things ebb and flow. I think also all these uh, these like emo rappers. I don't know if that's what they're called, but emo the dude, rappers. the SoundCloud guys with the face tattoos, like they shout out like Kurt Cobain all the time. So
0: at this rate, I think yeah.
1: As a weird uh thing, I think through those dudes, people will find rock music, but mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Yeah, at this rate with how accessible everything is, you can't you can't help but have a gajillion influences. I mean, Mm -hmm. no matter what the hell it is you're doing, but this album sucks. So we're going to move on. Uh, Last album. We're finally there. This is 2007. Icky Thump. (laughs) Y'all know this song too.
1: I am amazed this song was played on the radio. Yeah. Because it gets fucking noisy
0: also this this riff has been used in way too many fucking movies it's like in every fucking movie
1: it's like the other guys that's the only
0: one I no there's remember. more there's for sure more oh yeah it was in the other guys yeah it's, it's, it's funny they
1: play the noisy part too
0: it's a good ass movie Great tone as usual.
1: Pretty, pretty consistent at writing like big lead-in
0: singles, yep. though. So personal favorite. I actually enjoy this album a lot. Nice. Could, I was didn't see that about coming. Giving it that really? Yeah. I, it, I did. I almost gave it best, but then I, you know, I went back and like no, like the, the other one just felt right. But uh, one thing I, I keep forgetting to mention is all of his octave pedal stuff. So starting from probably probably white blood cells, but like especially on Elephant, he's doing a lot of octave, pedal, octave pedals, and octave pedals are for anyone who's played without a bassist, they're uh godsend uh, and you can dial it in to make it sound just like a bass or you can do some shit like this. so that, that whole intro that's a fucking octave pedal it's and it's really man it's it's used very creatively on this album uh he usually uses it pretty well but uh yeah that song is really fucking good and also uh this album i feel like he sounds the best period his voice sounds amazing on here and his guitar sounds amazing on here he's never been better uh that mm-hmm. this album is what made me like reconsider like okay maybe he is pretty cool uh and that's probably why it ultimately became my my favorite because like it made me reconsider my my i don't want to say hatred of the guy because i don't hate the guy but you know just like eh, what's the big deal what's the big whoop this is the album i was like oh he reminds me of tom morello because he's doing this crazy tonal stuff all these weird effects that are really tasteful and they make the songs more interesting I don't think he's a good songwriter the same like with Tom Morello. I don't think he can write good songs, but it comes across as fucking satisfying.
1: I almost wonder if you'd like his solo stuff. I mean, you wouldn't okay, love no. it, but yeah. I'd be interested in... A,
0: At least an appreciation somehow.
1: Yeah. Right. Um. Getting back to the album, you don't know what love is. I can picture a world where that's on get behind me, Satan. But because the song has electric guitar on it, mm-hmm. it's just more interesting to me than mm-hmm. if it was stripped down and, and folks straight up folksy. Right. And then earlier you said Chicago has trumpets, Jack White's got trumpets too, on a little song called conquest, conquest.
0: man. What a weird song. And I, I thought I, I ha- love
1: that song so much.
0: I thought I hated it because it's so hokey <laughs> the main riff is so watch I'm just going to put on I mean it's famous but here's just the opening seconds
1: have like a luchador come oh, out of that
0: extremely luchador
2: Con-
0: so that makes me laugh that riff makes me laugh But, man, those trumpets and that guitar, the way they play off each other, it's fucking crazy. It's very cool.
1: They almost got... They got them to sound very similar.
0: Yeah. Uh, Like, it's like a... It's just him trying to write a Luchador song. That's what that is. That's what the song is. Yeah. But but he sounds fucking awesome on there. His voice is like he's finally found a real style. That's that's his. Uh, It's real natural sounding. He's not going too far in one direction, trying to do things out of his technical capabilities. He's not trying to mimic anybody. It's very, it sounds great. Um,
1: also, I think he just pulled like a trumpet player off the stage from a Mexican restaurant he was eating at. Really? And it was like BNR album.
0: Well, I mean, that's one way to do it. It's a lot easier than yeah. finding a, a really expensive studio musician. You know, it is. Holy shit, I hope we paid him well. God damn. Uh I like to think he did. I would really hope so. This whole album is genuinely interesting, garage rock. Whereas I usually don't even find garage rock to be interesting at all. Uh Bone Broke, fucking real fun. Real fun. And uh Yeah.
1: That song I think sounds more like uh the hives mm. than than uh the white stripes. Mm-hmm. Also, I for, I think it was Seven Nation Army. He's had this fascination with writing James Bond themes or music that could be in
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, Bond movies. And I feel like Little Cream Soda continues that. That's an awesome song.
0: I and like also, that one a lot too, yeah.
1: Also, for people who didn't know, he got to like live his dream and eventually did a, a bond song people really people hate it. I think I feel crazy because I think it's fucking awesome. It's with Alicia Keys. I think it's great.
0: Wait, which one's that?
1: Ah um, forget enough. Wait, no, something about dying. They're all about, dying, they're all right? about it's dying. Off, it's off quantum of solace. One of the worst bond movies, but
0: Hmm. Uh, so
1: is "Live and Let Die." So whatever you can't you can't judge a Bond song by the movie.
0: That's, that is a very that's that is poetry. What you just said right there, uh, "Prickly Thorn but Sweetly Worn" is a very fun mandolin folk dance polka type thing. Uh,
1: that also could have been on "Get Behind Me, Satan." It
0: could have, I, but it, I feel I like it works better.
1: I think it's yeah, it's stronger here because it breaks up the the rest of the album, and there's not other songs that sound like it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, What else? What else? Yeah. I mean, more great octave pedal uses. I'm slowly turning into you. Like he's really, really solid with that octave pedal for sure. uh,
1: Yeah. I love that song. And that is, uh, I don't know if he plays any other white stripe songs as a solo act, but he still performs that song.
0: Mm -hmm. I think
1: (laughs) So yeah, that one's got some legs on it right. that he's still doing it.
0: I think my favorite, it's probably my favorite white stripe song period is catch all blues. That one,
1: That one of the swampiest.
0: Oh yeah. Songs. They've it known. is. I feel like it's like their best, right. Their best written song, like legit, interesting riffs. Like, Oh, this is, Oh, it's dirty. and Great. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, on the other you side got songs go ahead
1: like uh Reagan bone where it's, it's more a reminder that they're having fun, which maybe they weren't around the recording of this right. album, but
0: Oh boy, that but, I ne- I actually wrote down. I never wanted a vocalist to shut up more when listening to a song. Like they just keep fucking talking so much. On
1: there. Yeah. To me, it was just like, Oh, there, you know, just some joy.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's like a weird thing too, because he's never it's like he's playing a character, but he's never played that character mm. in the past. So it's like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? I don't I don't like this is weird uh cowboy kind of character he's playing. Uh but also drums, uh some of the worst produced drums in their history on that song. Like that snare sounds like a fucking trash can. It's it sounds real weird.
1: They wheeled in the the same anger snare.
0: Oh, the great Lars Ulrich with his wonderful taste in <laughs> Fuck Lars and fuck that album. But uh, that's probably harsh, but
1: that is harsh.
0: Yeah, actually, I, I don't mind justice so much, for all. I would sacrifice his dumb fucking drum sound for a bass on that album any day. Uh, it's a callback to us talking about bass, but
1: yeah. Ah, the, and, and uh, underrated drummers. I think,
0: I think he's a, no, he is an underrated drummer uh, for sure. Uh, weird, just a weird guy. What a, fucking weird little guy. He is a weird dude. Uh, what else? Martyr for my love for you. Aside from me hating the title of that song, because it has too many fours in there. I think it's pretty good. I like the organs, solid acoustic guitar use and all that. Uh, I don't know. Just this whole thing. It's not like groundbreaking the way elephant was, but it feels like everybody is so much more confident. Everybody's so much more talented, not talented, but, but everyone's so much more com- comfortable with, uh, turning an idea into this really interesting sound. It's like a
1: very, very much more a return to form while still being able to experiment like with the horns on conquest.
0: Yeah. I I really do wish there was more horns. Like it's not, I mean, cause it, I'm not saying it feels feels like a gimmick on conquest because it's so clearly Spanish, Spanish themed. Uh, you could use. Con- um, I was about to say. You could use trumpets in any context. Look at Boston. We keep, or I'm sorry, Chicago. We keep like referencing the same three things in this entire episode.
1: What about uh, Mari- Mariachi El Bronx? I'm not familiar. <laughs> there's uh, for those of you who don't know, there's a punk band called the Bronx, but they're from LA, and uh. They just got bored one day and started a mariachi band and now they tour as if they're two separate bands, but it's the same band.
0: That's awesome. That's hilarious. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, But yeah, it was a, so judging by where they were going, I liked where they were going because this one just felt, it just felt like, I don't know. Less banking, banking on the the novelty of them being a raw garage duo. This felt like no, we're real, real, real band, and we're gonna take us seriously, kind of thing.
1: Yeah the the Rack and Tours and Dead Weather are real good, fun bands, but I feel like the more experimental, daring aspect of Jack White is. Carried on in his solo albums. Mm-hmm. I think he's got about three of those out now. Um, their White Stripes, though, their last performance was in 2009 on Conan O'Brien.
0: With that one, really? On Conan? That's the last? Yeah. So what's the deal? Yep. What happened? Divorce? Uh,
1: no, I think they divorced like sometime or before White Blood Cells, actually. Oh, really? Uh, That's a while ago. Yeah, they're pretty quiet about it. Like Meg has just kind of disappeared from the, the spotlight mm-hmm. and doing her thing, obviously. I've I've talked about uh, Jack. Uh, they said mostly they just broke up to preserve what is what is pure and good rather than trying to drag it out. He's he said a few things in interviews where he'd like bring in riffs and Meg just wasn't excited about it.
0: Right. Maybe because they weren't good riffs. Sorry.
1: They (laughs) probably were good
0: riffs. (laughs) No, I understand that. That fucking that I hate to use the word toxic, but that 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 vibe when you're done working with a person, it sucks all the creativity out of the room.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like he's still doing awesome music. If people like the white stripes, check out all this other shit. And if they want to reunite for millions of dollars, that's always on the table too. So I it's can, like a, really can. a win-win for them.
0: Holy shit. Wait, so she's, Meg is just not doing anything. She's just, 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 she's
1: yeah. I mean, she's always been like quiet and in the background for the most part. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of in her character I don't right. know if she, you know, necessarily wanted all the, the fame and stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, because the way, I mean, the way it started out was very much like, this is fun. Let us, let's let loose and do this thing. And then, oh, oh, now we're the biggest thing in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Some person, Some personality types are just not made for that. And you could tell. By people like uh, ginger baker where you should never ever give them any kind of spotlight because they will disappoint you by saying the n-word over and over and he didn't say that i made that up but like <laughs> you know what i mean
1: yeah so i get that too if you're excited and then the you know other half of the band which in this case is just one person is not the drive's not there so yeah well but You know, he never felt like she was a hindrance, and he liked writing music around the way she drums, so.
0: God bless him.
1: Yeah, Yeah. uh, I like Jack White.
0: And There we go. So, let us recap. Alex, what you got?
1: Personal favorite, self-titled, best elephant worst least favorite get behind me Satan.
0: worst least favorite self-titled never going <laughs> back never going back never going back elephant best uh even though even though there's just so much about that album that i genu- genuinely don't like it is like you gotta set aside your ego a little bit and it's like yeah, no, that's 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 them. went through that's that is pinnacle white stripes and icky thump personal favorite boy did, i did not expect to actually like anything and that was like it's weird because like i was already done i had one album left and i figured like this is probably going to be like a pulp uh, a pulp thing where it's similar to the rest similar enough Mm -hmm. but turn it around turn it around for me but
1: every every album is different enough
0: yeah sit forget behind me seat and it's different but it's like i don't know like more of a thud than a, a
1: than a bang
0: there we go. More of a thud than a bang, but thank you so much for listening and watching. Uh, if you want to support us and help us, please subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, tell a friend, all that shit. And if you want to suggest an artist for us to argue about, agree about, or anything in between, we did a little bit of arguing, sure, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was in. It was a constructive arguing. I feel like.
1: Yeah. We understand. It it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: send we'll all that. Never let- we're never fuming or angry at each other after these things cuz yeah. people actually think that and that's funny that's funny to me that
0: i mean i don't i wouldn't willingly put myself in a position of a creative project where i'm always getting mad <laughs> like
1: that would be yeah or or like, oh, every week. Every this fucking
0: week. guy with his goddamn beard. <laughs> but if you want to send suggestions, send all that to every album ever at gmail.com. Please follow me on Instagram if you wanna keep up to date with what we're recording next. So I'm gonna be throwing out the current artists that we're listening to. You can listen to you can listen to them on your own, or you can just send emails about whatever album you like or don't like, send any comments to the, the email address. So follow me on Instagram at Pope Jesse Ventura and Alex
1: at Puncture.
0: And as always, there should be a link in the description of wherever you're listening and watching for the White Stripes playlist on Spotify. And that about does it. So, Alex, what is the song that I will be adding in post?
1: So, the White Stripes have a lot of B-sides and cover songs that aren't on albums so I'm going to pick their cover of Jolene, which is on the Hello Operator single, because I don't think I would have ever listened to Dolly Parton if it wasn't for this cover song. So I think it's a great cover song and it's a great gateway drug into Dolly Parton.
0: And that's all we wanted. It was to use guys, so everyone to just listen to Dolly Parton. So thank you for listening to our episode of yes. White Stripes. <laughs> Thanks for listening everybody. See ya.